Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you on Oilers Now. Hope you're having a, a solid, solid Tuesday. Just had to do a little bit of a change here. Had a little bit of an issue with the internet connection in the building, so we're going to continue to work our way through that challenge. We can tell you that the second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. They present live thoroughbred racing Friday and Sunday night at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Full fan access uh, is available, but you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com as well. Post time is 6.15. Mark, there's a, I, I know you're not the biggest soccer fan. Anytime uh, Barcelona and Bayern Munich play, that's a pretty big deal. It's like two of the six best teams in the planet right now, even, even though Barcelona no longer has a guy by the name of Lionel Messi. The stars matter, Mark, and today Connor McDavid spoke an availability uh, that the Oilers, uh, uh, Jamie Cartnell and his group uh, put together today, uh, and this is not in uh, traditional practice. Uh, this is during the, the captain skates. What did you glean out of that with McDavid? Well, I think he's in agreement. Uh, I haven't heard the whole thing. Uh, the the I'm going through the tape. The he's in agreement with Ken Holland that let's go here, right? Let's let's we've we've had two playoff lessons. You know, we've been through this, Bob. The Chicago series was such a goofy thing. It was four months after they'd, you know, the regular season had ended last year. Uh, no one's ever that I've run into here has ever seen a series where one team dominated it uh, statistically, but lost all four games. That was a, you know, it was a legitimate four game sweep by Winnipeg. I don't discount it, but it was a, it was, you know, one game was zero, zero. There's a couple overtime games. It was a big blown lead. Uh, I guess what I would say to you, Bob, the Connor McDavid that, uh, that I'm hearing is saying, okay, We've learned these things. We've had we've tripped up a couple times here. 
Let's get this behind us and let's get going. I sense him and Ken Holland are of similar expectation. It's time to be good in April and May now, not just all season long. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and that's, that's sorry, great. Bob. I've got some tape on this. If you guys want to run this right now, McDavid, uh, he was talking about the core being ready to win. And uh, as Speck mentioned, you know, just they're not young kids anymore. Definitely think at the time is now. I think uh, I'm 24 years old. You know, Nursey and, and, and Dry are you know, 25, 26 years old. Nuge, you know, 28. So, you know, the, the, the old excuse that you know, we're young guys is, is no longer. So, you know, for us as a group, I think uh, the time is now to, to start uh, to start really pushing this thing. Kenny's done his job and gone out and got pieces and, and, and added some things. And like I said, it's on us now to uh, to put the thing together. Well, Mark, that's, uh, let's take this one step further. Here's another illustration in the maturation process. This is Connor McDavid speaking at what, you know, unsolicited. Let's establish that. Um, it's it's at a captain's skate. It's not a, at a at a team practice. It's not the opening day of training camp. It's in advance of that by over a week, and he's doing an availability. And I th- that doesn't necessarily have to be done. There's several other star players that have got their respective captain skates with their organizations in their cities that they play in, and they're you know they're not available until the team officially breaks training camp. So, uh, I, to me, that's yet another sign, and I think we both know that Connor is not a guy looking at any point ever for media attention. Is that fair, Mark? Oh yeah, no question. But I think that he recognizes that, hey, you know, it comes with the territory when you're Connor McDavid. So, uh, I I got to tell you, I was a little bit surprised when I sort of caught wind that there was going to be a McDavid availability before training camp that wasn't part of the NHL's car wash. And Mm -hmm. David, he didn't go to the car wash this year. Instead, he stayed at Edmonton and. sort of dealt with the guys that uh, are here, and they've got a huge turnout in terms of players as well. Like, Just so the listeners are aware, like back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, the, the players, well, all the way back into the mid-1980s, the the players before training camp would be skating at the University of Alberta. I know Kevin Primo ran that camp for a number of years, and then it uh, got taken over by uh, Rob Dom and then uh, Eric Thurston, and 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 then we'd get into training camp. But as I don't recall a lot of guys going out there uh, talking to the media in those situations. So uh, now it's obviously at at Rogers Place, and again it's run by the players. And so it's, 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 it's an interesting situation. Bottom line, the time is now. The time has come. And that's, well, the, and that's the sense. Go ahead, Mark. It is, for sure. And, you know, I know it's really difficult. I've covered this team, Bob, for 25 years. I get it. It's hard to tell an Oilers fan that you have to wait and you have to be patient. <laughs> and patient, man. Yeah. And I understand how people don't want to hear that. But, but Connor McDavid, is he's 24 now, right? Uh, 24, he just said he was 24, I believe. So he's he must 24, be right. Mark, yes. 24, I can never keep track. 24, 25, anyway. That's why you have me here. That's it. Connor McDavid, you know, he has, you make him a captain at whatever he was, 18. Um, you can't fast forward the maturation process. Just because the fan base is impatient, rightfully so, just because us media guys are, are beating up a team that wasn't good enough fast enough, and rightfully so, 
you can't fast forward time of David Poole into the man he is now. It takes time, and it takes, you know, the whole captaincy thing has to grow. He has to grow into it. He, you know, I know I'm not saying they should have named him captain when he's 18. They should have, but it doesn't mean he was ready for it. Uh, today, the guy you're hearing today, the guy we see now, he's a completely different human being than the one that showed up in Edmonton six years ago. And and he's, you know, he's going to turn into a hell of a leader here because he can do it on the ice. We're watching him now begin to do it with the media. You know, little things. He did the anti, or he did the uh, go out and get your vaccination spots. You know, that's something he wouldn't have done a few years ago. I see his opinion on league matters kind of coming out now where it never did before. He's growing up, man. And I know we say, I see it every day. They've wasted it. And you can say that, and, you know, maybe you're right. But I'll tell you what you can't say is Connor McDavid should have been this guy three years ago. It takes time to grow up, and he's growing into, I think, a guy that's going to be a pretty good captain, and he'll be a captain on Team Canada one day soon, too. Uh, Mark, just for the record, since McDavid's broken into the NHL back in fifteen sixteen, he's the highest-scoring player in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that surprised me. Yeah, you know, so he's uh, you can score at that just because he's a great, great, great player and the fastest skater and the biggest producer. That doesn't make him any more ready to captain a hockey team. Well, and do you all also, the Mark, things, right? You got to grow up. Into you, you also need you also need support, especially in hockey when the best forwards and the Oilers have two of them, but those guys are you know playing twenty two to twenty four minutes a game max. Right. It's not like they're out there influencing the game 42 out of 48 minutes like in the NBA. You know, they're so uh, you've got you got to have goaltending. You got to have defense. You got to have support scoring. And I think when you talk to the players, we had Zach Cassian on yesterday, Reed had Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I think there's recognition that the additions of Hyman, Fogel, and Derek Ryan, along with the maturation yeah. of a guy like Paul Yarvey, and hopefully we'll see Yamamoto here. Yep. Because uh, in my mind, that should have already been done. Uh, you know? Uh, hopefully we'll see a far uh, deeper top nine so the orders won't be so reliant upon the power. Like, their power play has been awesome the last two years, Mark. But guess sure. what? You don't get as many power play opportunities come playoff time. So even if you outshoot a team like the Oilers did, they outshot the Jets six shots per game. Jets got better goaltending in the series, and they won four close games. Those are all one-goal games that the Jets won. And yeah, it, one more save a night, and I, I'm not pinning that playoff loss on goaltending by any stretch. No, but, but they had a lack right. of, they had a lack of depth. Night. They had a lack of depth, right, up front and on defense. They're deeper in both areas this year. I think the skaters are better, you know, and, and I think, you know, you're right, Bob. Like, I think we've watched a hockey team that we've said this before. If 29 and 97 don't win it for you, it doesn't get won. And that's, we've watched what happens in the playoffs. Other teams know that about Edmonton. Absolutely key defensively on Dreisaitl and McDavid. And they say, hey, we'll let the rest of your team try to win this game for you. And against Winnipeg, it never happened. Right. So I think he's got, they have a better rest of the team. Derek Ryan is better than Gaetan Haas. You know, Warren Fogel is infinitely better than Joachim Nygaard, right? And then, uh, D- Duncan Keith is infinitely better and more effective than K 
Caleb Jones, who's still trying to prove, you know, maybe he'll be a great NHLer one day. He's still trying to prove he is an NHLer at this point. Yeah, um, and the biggest know, so, addition is Hyman. <laughs> He's the and then there's Hyman. You just got a first line left winger. Yeah, so they're a better team. Like they have better players this year than they had last year, and they do have Bob, as you rightly point out, a couple young guys here that I think we can. You know, you can count. I don't think it's wildly optimistic to say that Yamamoto, when he comes back, is going to have a bounce back year, assuming his agent doesn't screw it up and turn him the kid into a holdout guy. And I think it's very realistic to say that Jesse Pujarvi has a, another step in him for sure. Uh, and I think we're probably fairly realistic to say that Evan Bouchard, you know, the sky's the limit for this kid. He's coming in at a, a level of a new NHLer, and holy cow, by January he could be a second-pairing guy. Who knows? Mark, I'll make a prediction right now. Brendan, you can write this down. Unless the Oilers' goaltending craters, the team will win... Forty at least forty-seven games and finish with a hundred points. And if you take a look at last year's record uh, in a fifty-six game schedule, it's not too far off that pace. They got a better team. I mean, Dom Lucician from the Athletic is going to put out his team rankings, and I think he's going to have Edmonton sixth or seventh best overall. And Edmonton's in a division that works to their advantage. But last yeah, year, they got the seventh-best save percentage in the National Hockey League. Is that due? And by the way, Mark, I should mention, we've probably had, and I don't want to ignore the texters on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, we've probably had six or seven people text us, giving us crap, saying you guys are too dismissive and, and writing off Koskinen too much. You never know how these things will work out. A year ago, Koskinen was the better bet going into the start of the season than Smith. So... And, and I think well, that's a valid point. Koskinen could bounce back, but it is clear that the head coach has more confidence with Smith than Koskinen. Well, it's also clear that the general manager is trying to move Koskinen into deal for a better goaltender and has been for two years. <laughs> so I'm nice to see that, that there's people out there with faith in Koskinen, but I think that the, the facts show us that two of those people aren't Dave Tippett and Ken Holland. We're joined by Sportsnet Spec. It's 119 in Edmonton. Uh, to the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Uh, one of the best Alberta Golden Bears football players we ever saw was a guy by the name of Trent Brown. Jim Brown, Trent Brown, the gang at jameshbrown.com. Uh, they are the heavy hitters of injury law. And again, further to our conversation yesterday with Keith Gretzky, we are waiting to get an update on Dylan Holloway, which has got some of us a little bit nervous. Uh, and, and maybe it's just being practical here, uh, but there's a chance, uh, certainly a chance that Holloway will not be ready for the start of rookie camp, and is this something that will be more significant that would keep him out? Uh, you know, is he going to require surgery? Because sometimes when you get a scaphoid slash wrist uh, challenge mm-hmm. and you get it operated on, they, ha- they have to do a second surgery. Time will tell in that regard. Sam Rukoff expected uh, possibly not to be in the mix for rookie camp as well. Uh, more focused uh, a week down the road in training camp. Again, you can text us at any time. 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 140- with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. 
we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 3rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, back with uh, Mark Spector when we return on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yeah, obviously a busy summer. Um, lots of new faces. I like the moves. I thought Kenny and the management team did a great job. Um, now it's on uh, the players and the coaching staff to, to put it together. And, um, you know, we have high expectations in here for ourselves. And, um, you know, we've been building something here for the last couple of years. And, um, you know, it's time to put it all together. That is Connor McDavid from an availability uh, just after the captain skates today. Special thanks to Reed Wilkins, uh, who uh, helped uh, put together the audio, and uh, Brendan Escott for splicing it and getting it splicing it. That's an old school term. When you literally did cut a reel to reel for audio back in the. Uh, that's something I never learned how to do. Uh, Mark Spector at CJSR back in the day. Sportsnet Spec joining us. I never learned. <laughs> Tasha Larson never taught me how to uh, splice uh, splice those reel to reels. So we had to. I spliced those reel to reels with a little razor blade and the. They had that little tape that you put on there to bring it together. That's how we edited in interviews back then. I was uh, Tasha Larson. There you go. Mark Antonelli. Let's go. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> Epstein's mother has just texted the show. Did you? Did Speck say he spliced or he spliffed back at CJSR? <laughs> well, something, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I got to be the only. And, and by the way, I, I spec. I got a hate, not a hate text, but just a guy. Hey, stick to sports, loser. I don't want to hear. You're not qualified to talk about COVID. As I gave out the COVID numbers, and mm-hmm. uh, I had another individual suggest, Bob. I think you should send uh, uh, that uh, that texter a best of Bob Stoffer tree planting stories uh, DVD that you make for guys. That- <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to chuckle at that. I that, that I appreciated that. I thought that was pretty funny. So, uh, and there's there's no actual good uh, stories. All right, Mark. Very quickly, a text comes in on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Bob, are the Edmonton Oilers targeting AK uh, Alex Galchenyuk? Uh, I was going to say AK forty seven, but that was Andre Kasitsin. Uh Alex Galchenyuk. I Mark, have you uh, you spoke to Ken Holland? You did the inter- are they looking at bringing anybody in on a PTO? No. Uh, well, I, it's kind of funny because you know that I think that they will bring in uh, at least a forward and perhaps a defenseman on a PTO, but. Uh, I have not heard Alex Kotchenyuk's name. Yeah, uh, generally it, they do. Uh, you know who else is out there speaking to Alex? Is, is Alex Chase on? Yes, he was skating with Tri Cities last week, doing some work mm. with Stu Barnes and Bob Torrey, who's a mutual acquaintance of ours. Good guy, real good talent evaluator at the major junior level. Uh, Ennis Tyler Ennis is skating in the captain skates right now. But here's here's the problem. Like Mark, do we not? <laughs> you you just re-signed Tyler Benson and Cooper Marody. This is the year you lose those guys on waivers. Don't you kind of need to, you know what, or get off the pot up with those two players and know what you got, and you cloudy the pitcher. You've already brought in Perlini on a, two, on a two-way deal. Do you cloudy that? Do you make it more confusing by bringing in another guy on a, on a PTO? Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. I agree with you, Bob. I think that, you know, remember, they added Hyman. He's on the team. He's got a spot and a story. You know, they re-signed Nugent Hopkins. Their top two lines are set. Fogel is the third-line uh, left Fogel's, winger. Fogel's a third-line left winger. 
you know, and then you have an, an assortment in the bottom. And I'll agree with you, Bob. I think particularly in the case of Benson, I think it's, it really is time to give Benson, you know, I think you'll lose Benson. I so think do someone I. will pick him up. So that tells me that you better, you know, you better make sure that you're ready to part ways with him uh, before you have to waive him. I, he's been around a long time. He's been a good soldier. He was drafted by the team, and he's really never had a shot here. I, I think I seldom say this, Paul, but I think the team owes him a shot. All right, so your options at fourth line left wing are Tyler Benson, Devin Shore, and Brendan Perlini. So we know mm-hmm. Shore is going to be on the team because he can play center and he can play wing. Yeah. Uh, I have Benson on the team, unless Perlini does. Now, Perlini does have one advantage. He had double-digit NHL goal seasons playing for Dave Tippett, but that's been a couple years removed. Last year, he was in Switzerland. He had a horrible season the year before. I'm with you, Mark. Like, you know, what I wouldn't want to see happen is if you bring a guy in on a PTO, he's a veteran, uh, you know, maybe maybe one of the coaches wants him. You sign that guy to $800,000 deal. You put Benson on waivers, and he's got to clear, and Arizona plucks him off, and he goes there and he puts up 35 points in an 80-game season. You're going, well, wait a sec here. We had that guy. Uh, and, and I realize he's not going to pl- – yeah, he's not yeah. going to play top six, but you could you could have injuries too, and he's a smart player. So I kind of want to see what you got with him. Yeah, and I think that's the key, Bob. He's a guy that that I I think that he would be able to play with skill. I think he's a nice, uh, he's a viable guy to have as your fourth line left winger. That if an injury strikes, or even the, you know if someone gets a ten minute major for some reason. Uh, you can toss him up on the top line, and he can switch gears to being a more offensive player. I think he has that skill set. Uh, I just—I'll repeat it. I think they—he's slugged it out a long time. He's improved. He had those tough injuries. Uh, I'd like to see what they have, and I think they owe him a chance to. Uh, you know, sure, does he have to beat up Perlini for a job? Okay, no one's handing you a job. Tyler Benson has to come to camp, be better than Perlini, and if he is, I'd like to see him play 25, Mark? 40 games. Mark, you going to join us on Friday? Yes, sir, Bobby. Looking forward to it. That is Sportsnet Spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Again, they've got live thoroughbred racing Friday and Sunday evening at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino for full fan access. And you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com as well. Post time, 6.15. It is 1.29 in Edmonton. When we come back, we will hook up with... Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill. He's our Oilers now headliner day. But off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.